Radio. The mic is on, biscotti e espresso. Vieni a mangiare. Salute to the wokes that I know. Dieci chip, ten fucking episodes. Jazz ads and nads, eat spaghetti with bruschetta toast. Chich, let me tell him the sitch. Dimmi, seen you in the kitchen cooking up something. I know what that is. Do with my hands, water and bricks. Back on the wall, hopping the sticks. She said that she wanna tip. Bro, aren't you a stallion? Yeah, it is what it is. We are recording and we are finally back for Woke Wogs. What up, lovely listener, and welcome. It is me, your host, Jarrah Volpe, being interviewed by you on this celebratory episode of Woke Wogs, the end of season one and the celebration of what is to come. As you've just heard, uh, that is the new up-and-coming single, Tasty, by Jazz Ads and Naz. That's right. Referring to myself in third person, but big shout out to my boy Adzi, who's the producer of this podcast, uh, who put that beat together in two minutes as we finished that episode with Philippe when I looked at him and said, do you reckon we should do a track to celebrate everything that we've done? And he just slapped it together. So massive shout out to you and all that you do. And of course, my boy Narada, an individual that I met at a coffee shop, connected at a doof and became brothers at the man cave. And yeah, I just want to say thank you so much, for, yeah, putting the effort in to make that what it was. Uh, you're a creative genius and you've done the ghost ride of the century. And yeah, like I think the coolest thing about that track for me is beyond all the hilarity in the wordplay, it's actually a great synonym for what this podcast has been and what I'm actually here celebrating with all of you at home. And it is that I've come up with ideas, I've put it out there to my community and Everyone has really been there to turn it into a reality. That's what this whole journey has been this far, and that's what we're here to celebrate. I also want to take this time, of course, to celebrate all the woke wogs, whether you think yourself woke or not, are coming on here and trusting me with your story. It's been so evident that people have gotten so much out of people from the community sharing what they do, how they do it, and the connective tissue within all of our stories that give us influence and inspiration to go out there and live our own. Thank you. And lastly, but not least, thank you, my listeners, my supporters, my family, my friends for, yeah, really getting behind me on this journey, saying, yeah, bro, keep going and growing towards your best self in this project. Uh, As much as I may come across as a smooth operator and communicator, this was and is a reach for me in the realm of consistency. I struggle to continue down the path of the things that I love and to have people around me saying, keep going, bro, means the world. Like, you don't understand. It makes it easier for me to want to put something out there, uh, for it to be received by people that I respect, love, and enjoy. And that even goes for the people that I don't know that reach out to me because we have no skin in each other's game. But for you to tell me to continue running mine, dude, babe, however you like to identify, I'm here to testify. It means a lot. So what are we doing here today rather than saying thank you to everybody that has been a part of it? Well, uh, number one, uh, it is a bit of behavioral patterning. And what do I mean by that? Well, James Clear says that when we're trying to get any habit locked in, it's so important to celebrate the wins, uh, to give ourselves a reward on our journeys. And sometimes I believe I can go through life getting all these wins, but not celebrating them and just kind of get lost in the monotony and forget how far I've come. Uh, And I uh, put it out there on Instagram post. Didn't you see uh, for people? 
people in my community to ask me questions that I would answer here live to you on this podcast. So that's what we're going to do. We're also going to put a couple of Easter eggs in there for what's to come in season two. But hey, without further ado, let's be interviewed by you and the questions that you want me to answer on this celebratory podcast. Question number one, uh, which was given to me, was what is a lightly racist joke that you could tell? (laughs) Moving on, uh, (laughs) what is one of your favourite quotes from one of your guests? Uh, For me, the one that I use most repetitively is from Amy Frederica from Summer Healing Yoga. Big shout out to you, darling. I love you heaps and have been... Yeah, really connected to your studio ever since. But me and Amy were speaking about like the resistance to the moment and whatnot and rushing through life and kind of being on autopilot more than anything. And her quote was, is it a true emergency? And I use that when I'm brushing my teeth, when I'm running upstairs, when I'm rushing an intense (laughs) intense, yeah, there we go, intenseness, Uh, to the moment, to the situation and all the kind of quarters all that that runs through me and just that quote always just staples to my mind when I'm like freaking brushing my teeth and all tensed up or like putting my shoes on and not even thinking. I'm like, hey, is this moment a true emergency? (laughs) And regardless of the urgency, I'm for sure got to get there quicker if I just slow down and do things one at a time. Floss, baby. You got to floss. Believe that. All right, next question. <laughs> what has listening to yourself taught you? Well, look, I, yeah, I think my best podcasts have been the ones where I say less, where I ask the question that aligns with the situation. And what I mean by that is when I listen to myself, I can really like see, or I should say hear, when I'm not actually listening and I've got a, like a, a question already lined up and that person's finishing their sentence and I miss exactly what it is that they're saying. Say and as a conversationalist, like, of course I should know this, but through listening to myself for the past, I don't know, 10 to 15 hours on this podcast, yeah, it's really obvious when I've gone offline and I've like tried to follow my own line of thought, but I've missed like the juice that's there to be squeezed and what just happened. And sometimes I sit there and I'm going, fuck, you just missed the boat. Like it is sailed past you because you were so hell-bent on adding value, you missed the value that was already there for you to take. All right. Next question was, do you think you're woke? Do I think I'm woke? Yeah. Look, launching a podcast called Woke Wogs and being a proponent of men's mental health I believe people can paint me with the image that I'm wise or maybe that I think that I know a lot or perceive my own shit to not think. The reality is that no matter who you are or how woke you think you are, we all sleep eight hours a day, which means that we all have our collective blind spots. And, man, I'm just on a journey of trying to discover what other people's light can reflect on me to enlighten me within those blind spots. You know, I've said this before on the podcast, but enlightenment uh, means to be in light, to be in awareness. And that's the journey I'm on, not to be enlightened, but just to be more aware of myself again and again and again through practicing, through failing, 
yeah, it's a journey for me. And no, I do not think I'm woke, but hey, I'm definitely awake. Cool. Next question. If you could eat one thing for the rest of your life, what would it be? I like this right here. For me, it'd be my nonno's beef ragu pasta. Tasty. My nonno used to come uh, to my dad's place on Sundays and we'd just destroy the garden. And once we finished destroying the garden, uh, my nonno would ask for his petrol. And so we'd go get some Lombrusco, some cheap Italian wine, sip on that. He'd have a cigarette. He'd go. He'd change out of his garden suit into his dinner suit. And then he would cook us this incredible pasta. And the meat would already be brewing there while we were in the garden. He would have already prepped that situation. Yes, sir. We'd come to the dinner table. The pasta would be there. The ragu in the middle. The beef, we'd just put it on top. Taste. Uh, we'd have some pane there, some beautiful bread, ciabatta, just sitting there sliced up. No butter on it, no nothing. A little bit of olive oil, that's it. Uh, we'd have the quinoto. I forget the name, but it's the one with the lion there as well. And we'd sit that, that weird twang of a taste. And we would just sit there. And my nonna never said much. He was just in such peace and happiness. And he'd always compliment us on how we went in the garden that day. Yeah. And the meat would just fall off uh, into like nothingness. And so it was just this like gelatinous from all the fat. It would be shining on the sauce. We'd be dipping it, mopping it up. Like we would be so excited to eat it, but then just as excited to mop it up. Uh, scapetta, uh, the little shoe is what they call uh, that piece of bread. Big shout out to Ludo for gifting me that knowledge. So yeah, that's what I would fucking eat any day of the week. Uh, and then of course, finish it off with some fruit. Uh, my nonna would always get a pear and some walnuts and he would sit there and we always used to watch him as he would skin the pear with one peel of the knife. Damn. Cool. Uh, <laughs> how we doing here? Are we enjoying this? I, I hope you are. It's, it's all about me. I guess that's maybe what it's always been about. But anyway, moving on up, what is one thing you're working on within yourself right now? Talk to him. Yeah, for me, it is my distractibility. Oh, man. Real life. Yeah, I have been on a journey of really discovering the way that I think. And uh, for somebody that is all about being in the now, has it tattooed on his wrist, I really do struggle to do that. And I've been working with my psychologist a fair bit on noting those tendencies and where they come from and growing up in a big, busy Italian household, which was the best in a lot of ways, but also pretty stressful <laughs> and pretty intense for a sensitive young boy like me, uh, noting the moments that my mind went offline. And within that as well, I've been really indulging in the work of Gabor Mate and how, yeah, the, like the prefrontal cortex, the executive function of the brain and how that can be so affected by your childhood and all those moments that happen and the things that little me would have done to distract himself from the pain of the reality that he was living or the fear or anything that was happening in his environment. And I also want to say within that, it isn't just the environment, it's what happens inside of us in reaction to the environment as well. And so in no way is this a blame or anything, a take about my family dynamic growing up, but it is a reality of my family dynamic and how that reflected in me and how that is patented into my neurological pathways into now. And so I've been on a journey of really trying to 
you know, drinking my own Kool-Aid of being here in the now and really noticing those moments of restriction. I went for a walk the other day and instantly I wanted to put music on. I'm like, why am I putting music on? Oh, it's a resistance to being with myself. And I get to the uh, Just for Laughs. No, just not Just for Laughs. Uh, very good falafel, delicious. I order the meal. I go sit down and my phone comes out. I go, ah, there it is again. Uh, a numbing to the moment, a pacifier of boredom. And not that there's pain within boredom, but there must be a restriction to being with me. And so I've been really noticing all of these moments where my hand reaches for something else rather than just sitting patiently with myself and discovering what's there and giving all those parts of me the presence that maybe they didn't get when they were younger to really help regulate that sympathetic nervous system that's activated in everyday activities. Next question, what is it like putting up this post and nobody responding to it? <laughs> Shout out to my boy Shen on that one. But what he followed up with uh, was, what's it been like to see a whole community get around you? I already said at the start of this podcast, it means the world. Yeah, having people reach out to me and celebrate what I'm doing, but more than anything, celebrating the people that I've had on there. Like I really pick people purposely. I want to show the many different sides, the 50 shades of wog <laughs> that there is, but more than anything, the legends that are within my community. Yeah. Like I really, really believe that the wisdom is in this community and not just my community, the community, the human race. Like I feel like we're all so busy with excellence. We we, we miss the value in everyday individuals and the stories that they have to tell. Everyone's got stories that can be medicine or directions for somebody else's. And to see it work and to see people go, fuck yeah, man, it was good hearing that person's story or that taught me about myself and all that sort of jazz has just been fucking epic. And it G's me up uh, for season two and what we're about to do. Uh, we're bringing it back, same sort of situation, more woke wogs, more legends, more individuals sharing their stories and me helping them steer their stories to you within this medium that is woke wogs. And, and yeah, continuously me just like working it out myself. Uh, we've got some other big surprises coming up. And as I just said before, Tasty will be on Spotify sooner rather than later, my lovely listener. Well, I think they're all the questions that we have here to answer. Uh, thank you so much again, listener, <laughs> friend, family, <laughs> Stefan. <laughs> Thanks for your support. Thanks for tuning into this. And yeah, as always, like if you get something out of this, uh, if you enjoy this, or if you just want to support somebody giving something a go and helping him grow towards his highest potential, share this fucking thing. Share this clip, share this broadcast, yes, jump into the archive, listen to them, or even better yet, reach out to the guests that I've already had on here and let them know that what they put down, you've been picking up. <laughs> <laughs>